0: Hey, we wrote a book. It's called Bat Digest, the Independent Bat Buyer's Guide. It is a bat-fitting book that is now available on Audible. That's right. It's an audio book. So those of you who hate to read or you're driving in your car and you're like, I don't have time to read, yo. I'd listen to a book, but I wouldn't read a book. This is your moment. Look in the description. There's a link to Audible. You can go and buy the book. It's about two hours. If you don't like the sound of my voice, you can two times speed that bad boy. And rock and roll. You get the six steps of buying the best bat every single time, as well as some absolute ranting and raving by us on the industry. It is. It, it should just warm your soul. And our expectation is you listen to it over and over and over again. Until you leave a five star rating, and uh, you'll love it. You'll absolutely love it. On Audible, check it out. We're so excited for it. We're so excited for people like you to listen to it. The first book ever on bat fitting. Yo, what's going on? Hey, today we're gonna do something a little different we're going to do a gift guide. That is, we've spent this entire year, we've goofed around with a lot of gadgets this year and a lot of things related to baseball and fast pitch. So we're going to do our top 10, our top 10 items for your gift considerations this holiday season. I guess the idea would be is maybe we'll spur some ideas in you as you're looking for that perfect gift for your kid or yourself or that person who loves baseball and fast pitch as much as we all do. We'll also put the links to these in our description of the podcast. Uh, We hope you enjoy our top 10 baseball and fast pitch gifts for 2021. Gonna be a short one today. Let's get on it. We're going to go in backwards order, and not necessarily that these are in order, but maybe they are. Maybe the ones at the very end are the ones we wish that you bought us and sent us, I guess is what we're trying to say. This is really our Christmas list for our readers slash listeners, so feel free, feel free. That's obviously not true, but you know, we do accept gifts. There's 10, there's 10 that we have come up with, things that we've used all year long, and number 10, let's just get them out of the way. We combine these together. Because they just seem so obvious that it seems kind of lame to talk about them for a very long time. But number 10 is some version of a bat or some version of a glove. If you're asking us what kind of glove we think you should get, if it's Christmas and there's no budget here, we are huge fans of the Pro Preferred from Rawlings. We think that glove is fantastic. We also like the A2000s and the A2Ks. Look, but anything hard of the hide, Pro Preferred, A2000, A2K, beautiful, beautiful gloves. We would love to have a glove under the Christmas tree. And really, it's a great time to get it. You got a few weeks, maybe maybe even a month or so, to start really working it in. Whenever you start getting outside, you can rock and roll with a brand new glove. And of course, a bat. You can't go wrong with a bat, right? Any kind of bat. And we spend our whole podcast talking about bats. So we're not going to spend today also telling you about what bat. That's what the rest of the podcast and the website is for. So check those out if you want to find out a specific model. But man, you can't go wrong with a bat or a glove. That's our 10th tenth, our tenth most exciting baseball slash fast pitch related item for 2021. Okay. Number nine, we're going to step out of our comfort zone pretty significantly. Okay. And you're going to think we're a little crazy. This isn't what this podcast is about, but we're going to, we're going to give it to you straight. It is a cooling glove, a cooling glove, there's been a really fascinating study done at Stanford about a cooling glove. For This is stanford.edu. You can find this link in the description. It says Stanford researchers cooling glove, quote, better than steroids and help solve physiological mystery too. It says the temperature regulated research of Stanford biologists H. Craig Heller and Dennis Gran has led to a device that rapidly cools body temperature, greatly improves exercise recovery and could help explain why muscles get tired. And this article goes on, and you can go through and read it if you want. I think there's some podcasts out about this. But it says it's equally to or substantially better than steroids, and it's not illegal. And as far as these researchers were concerned, there's no harm to the body. This story actually starts about bears. Black bears are like ridiculously insulated animals. They have this huge coat of fur. They're super thick. They have subcutaneous fat. And all of that helps them maintain their body temperature as they hibernate, right? That's obviously what they do. Then when spring arrives, temperatures rise, how do they dump the heat without changing insulation layers? How does that happen? And and that's where the research came from. And so these two biologists at Stanford found out that nearly all mammals have built-in radiators, and they are hairless areas of the body that feature extensive, and this is a quote here, hairless areas of the body that feature extensive networks of veins Very close to the surface of the skin, end quote. And they give some examples like rabbits have ears, rats have tails, dogs have their tongues, and the heat transfer with the environment overwhelmingly occurs in these relatively small patches of skin. So when you look at a thermal scan of bears, for example, an animal is mostly indistinguishable from the background, but the pads of the bear's feet and the tip of his nose look like they're on fire. These networks of veins and they're known as arterial venous anastomoses. these are these exclusively devoted areas where they have rapid temperature management those little areas apparently don't do anything else they don't supply nutrition to the skin only job it appears according to this study is to regulate the temperature of animals adults and humans have this too at least according to these folks these people specifically decided to do it in the palms of your hands your hands seem to be a pretty good regulator in terms of how hot and cold you are. They had a really specific type of glove in the study that was connected to this hose that was cool water that actually like sucked vacuum, like vacuum sealed their hand. And this guy was doing pull-ups when he was able to cool down his muscles. He went from doing 180 pull-ups total in a six week period to over 620. The biologist says, quote, that was a rate of physical performance improvement that was just unprecedented. So they applied it to all types of exercise, the bench press, to running, to cycling. In, in every case that they did it, they said the gains of recovery were absolutely dramatic without any evidence that it was actually hurting the body. So they actually gave versions of the gloves like the Stanford football team, the track and field teams, as well as some of their college programs. The San Francisco 49ers have done it. The Oakland Raiders have done it. And and Man you the soccer team, has done it. Temperature of your body and of your muscles as this guy says here, quote, "The primary limiting factor for performance, and that is what cold gloves do. Now look we're we're clearly not giving any medical advice. that's not what we do. There is a lot of really good research, and we'll and we'll link some of it in our in the description of the podcast that you can go follow that talks about finding ways to cool your hands in between sets. So as you're looking at sports performance and you want to get stronger, cool your hands. In fact, we would love to see a study done that lets a pitcher cool his hands in between innings. So we're obviously not doctors. We're obviously not giving medical advice. We don't want to get an email from someone about how they got hypothermia or they froze one of their fingers off. That's clearly not what this is for. But, but read that study and look into the idea of getting cold gloves. That'd, that'd probably be the weirdest gift ever for like an 11-year-old. He's like, did you give me oven mitts, dad? They're like, no, son, they're icy oven mitts. But there's actually a handful on Amazon or wherever you want to look, basically gloves. And they're, and they're often for arthritis. But if you listen to some of these doctors that talk about it, but there's been other people and other articles that have talked about just using cold gloves in between sets where you actually cool down your blood faster in those areas of your body, like your hands, and therefore keep your, regulate your body temperature and therefore can lift more and therefore can become stronger and have more repetition in whatever it is that you might be doing. Okay. That was crazy. Number eight will be more normal stuff. Okay. Number eight has been on our holiday gift guide for forever since we've been doing it. And up until this year, it has been our favorite baseball book of all time. And we actually have one that beat it. That'll be better on this list. Gift number eight is a book called One Shot at Forever. Look, it's on, you can get a paperback, hardback, you can get an audiobook, uh, you can get it on Kindle. However you get books, my kid who is a senior this year, he, he's not a reader. I'm like, he's not a kid who's going to sit down and read a book, but I think he's listened to on Audible. He's listened to One Shot at forever. Maybe three times, four times. The book is just so fantastic. It's about this 1971. If you haven't read it, I don't understand why there's not a movie about this book. It's a Sports Illustrated writer named Chris Ballard who tells this story about a guy named Lynn Sweet who's like this hippie dreamer intellectual guy who's like forced to take a baseball team in Illinois. And if I remember the story right, I think like 11 kids try out for the team and everybody makes it. And it's this small town in they're called the Macon Ironmen in Illinois who at the time there were no classifications for like 6A, 5A, 4A all that stuff right there was there was none of that stuff this was a super small team super small school and these guys go up against the big boys of Illinois and it is an absolutely fascinating story. And again, I don't, I don't want to give it away. I don't, I don't want to give away the ending. I want you to read it or listen to it. But if I remember right, three of the eleven dudes went on and played pro ball. It might even have been four. Just an unbelievable story of this sort of ragtag team that was fighting against uh, the power, if you will, in 1971 with this hippie coach. Anyways, awesome true story that I absolutely love, and I, it's, it's one of my favorite books of absolutely all time. It's called One Shot Up Forever, A Small Town, An Unlikely Coach, and A Magical Baseball Season. Go check it out on Amazon. Click on the link in our in the podcast here and go get that book. Even if you don't want a book for Christmas and you just want to buy it yourself, I'm telling you right now, this book might even be better than our podcast on baseball bats. Might, might, just, just, uh, that's not true. That, that, that book is awesome. Uh, in fact, I want to listen to it again right now. Okay, I'm going to give you number seven, number six, and number five right here in the same group because these are pretty obvious things, but, but I still think they should be on the list. We haven't said them. If you're really out there looking for ideas like, man, what can I get my nephew? What can we possibly get him? But here you go. Ready? Number seven, batting gloves. You can't have enough pairs of batting gloves. You literally cannot have enough pairs of batting gloves. You can go high-end with a group like Bruce Bolt. You could go buy some $15 Franklins, and I think, frankly, they're just as useful as anything out there. We are a big fan of batting gloves. I've never talked to a kid who said, you know what I have too many of? I have too many pairs of batting gloves. Not true. You cannot. You cannot have enough pairs of batting gloves. I don't care who you are. Number six. Hey, MLB hats are awesome. They're super in. Kids absolutely love them. Go buy... Like an old school Grays hat, or maybe like a Montreal Expos hat. That's what I bought myself, by the way. A Montreal Expos hat. Go get a fitted hat from MLB, the MLB shop. Great idea. That's number six. Number five. What about a sliding glove? Sliding gloves. Remember when we were kids? People didn't have sliding gloves. You like you got dirt in your hand and you like gripped it, if anything, right? You just played baseball, but everybody's so cute now. Everybody's so adorable. And they got their like 18 things that they got to wear to first base and then take five seconds to take it off. And the the kid has a 46 mile an hour curveball and a 61 mile hour fastball. You spent $45 on that ankle guard. Sweet. But it's fun. It's baseball. The swag is real, perfectly reasonable and fun. Again, if it's Christmas, why not get them a sliding glove? Evo Shield makes some good ones. Those are the ones that we've used this year. And honestly, the kids like them. They use them a lot. They say it's They say it's worth it, and it's better than just sliding without a glove. But here's the dilemma you will face. Do you buy a right-handed sliding glove or a left-handed sliding glove? They have both. They have both, a right-handed and a left-handed sliding glove. And they call them right-hand throw, left-hand throw. Like, bro, I'm not playing catch with this on. I'm running to second as fast as I can. Do you want it left? And does a right-hander use a different one than a left-hander? I don't understand it. In my mind... You're always sliding, at least at the second base. Isn't, aren't we taught to slide with your left hand reach because you're looking away from the throw so you don't get hit in the face? So why would you want to, why did they even make a sliding glove for the right hand? Is that someone running the bases backwards? I don't, I don't understand the right hand sliding glove, but maybe somebody out there has a right hand sliding glove. If that's you and you have some logic as to why you bought a right handed sliding glove over a left handed sliding glove, please reveal, reveal unto us the mystery. Send us an email. We would love, we would love to figure out what the point of a right handed sliding glove is. We'd love it. We'd love it. But in any event, cool gift. Kids will like it. They might not have one. I wish they were cheaper. They're like 45 bucks really for an oven mitt, but you know, welcome to Evo Shield. $45 for a protective oven mitt that he can add with his other $250 of ankle guards to protect him from the 62 mile an hour fastball he might face this coming season, man, baseball's awesome. And they just, they got us, man. They got us and we keep falling for it and we love it. All right. That was number five. Number four for us in the 2021 gift guide for baseball and fast switch players is the diamond kinetics slash blast motion. That is a bat sensor. If you've noticed the Rawlings bat actually has a spot for one of those sensors to fit. So all the new Rawlings bats, which eventually we're going to talk about those, but We'll get to them, we're trying to coordinate with someone for Rawlings to get on here. So if you're going for a quattro this year, might wanna look closer at that. We have trouble finding those bat sensors to be what we like to refer to as sticky. That is, we find them super cool for about two weeks. And then we forget where we put them. But they're cool for a little bit, and then we forgot where we put them, and then they're cool for a little bit, and then we forgot where we put them. But that doesn't mean they're worthless. We think a lot of people we've heard feedback really love it. They use it a lot. They use it all the time in their workouts just to measure hand speed and bat speed. In terms of measuring performance and sort of giving you incentives to take swings, we talked about in the podcast on Monday that the most important bat for the winter is actually the bat that makes you hit the most. If that's a wiffle ball bat, if that's a can ball bat, if that's a stick ball bat, bat, if that's a wood bat, if that's a... $700 $700 custom bat, which makes us cringe a little bit, but if but if that is what gets the kid hitting the most, do it. If Diamond Kinetics or Blast Motion get you in the cage more often, totally worth it, totally worth it. Well, not one more swing, but it's got to be a, a measurable amount more than we think those kinds of things are totally worth it. And they always got stuff going on in terms of deals and discounts and ways you can buy it. And they're trying to build it more as like a platform, which again, we're we're just having a hard time thinking how sticky it is. But we know in the short run, 100%, if your kid has never hit with a diamond kinetics or blast motion sensor, they're going to get it and look at it and be like, I want to hit right now. Where's my bat? And they start opening it up. And that's awesome. That's where we want them to be. Give kids incentive to go practice. And that's where we really like those sort of gadgetry. So that's our number four on the list. Some sort of blast motion type sensor. Okay, we're also going to combine number three and number two, not because they're not worth talking about, but because they're just very simple. And that is a bat bag and some sunglasses, sunglasses, bat bag work fantastic. And by the way, if we were going to give a shout out to any company, have you tried Boomba bags before? Have you looked, they have some of the best roller bags we've ever seen. And some of you are familiar with them. You're like, yeah, those are, those are nice bags, but Boomba roller bags seem like they're priced well, they work well. If you need like a catcher's bag or your your fast pitch bag, something like that, where you want a lot of space, man, we absolutely love the Boomba stuff. In terms of sunglasses, there are a lot of different types of sunglasses out there. We honestly, what we always have the most success with, there are like baseball specific ones, but we just like cycling glasses. Go find some nice cycling sunglasses. And our kids are so amazing at losing them that we have a really hard time spending serious money on them. So you usually can go to Amazon. Again, we'll put some links that we've bought from before in the description. One day we were at a tournament. We drove down to St. George, which is in Southern Utah to go play a tournament. We forgot sunglasses. We went to Harbor Freight. You guys ever been to Harbor Freight before? And we found some protective glasses, like in the back. They were $1.50. I swear on my life, they were some of the best baseball glasses we ever had. $1.50 protective glasses, shaded protective glasses from Harbor Freight. Go check them out. I'm serious. Go buy the $1.50 Harbor Freight sunglasses I'm sure they're not rated for any sense of like UV protection or something. But in terms of just my eyes felt great, the boy's eyes felt great. And he's like, oh, these these are awesome. And they look good, man. They look good. I mean, considering. And the fact that we're going to lose them anyways in about three games, $1.50 is about what I'm willing to spend. Okay, the last one. And we totally cheated, by the way, because there's a tie. There's a tie for us for number one. We couldn't decide what we think our favorite gift this year would be. But we'll give them both to you. Number 1. Number 1 is the Pocket Radar. Look, we talk about the Pocket Radar all the time. We hate that it's kind of pricey, but honestly, it is so it is so so useful throwing speed in terms of bat speed in terms of hitting speed, exit velocity that is. So so useful. If you're into the travel ball space and you like to keep metrics and sort of see progress and see what's happening, it's just such a convenient little tool. It's it's accurate. We just absolutely love our Pocket Raider. It's probably our favorite gadget. Uh, I mean, Hit tracks is really cool, but Hit tracks is also really expensive, and you have to have it in a certain place for it to work. Rapsodo is also pretty cool, but it's just so cumbersome. Those things are so cumbersome. If you just need some exit velocities, some throw speeds, if I think if you're a coach of any kind of travel team, I really think you need something that's like a Pocket Raider, and I don't think there's anything else out there but the Pocket Raider. That's been like the number one on our gift list for years. And so we sort of hate that we are we keep it up there. But you know, if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, folks. All right. The other one that we have, we just finished this book. And I'm telling you right now, I have never talked so much about a book to other people who are also reading the book and how fascinated we all are by that same book. And if you can believe it, if there's something I like to talk about more than bats, it's actually books. I love, I just... But the book is by Joe Paznaski. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's called The Baseball 100. He goes through what he considers to be the 100 best players. It's like a 33 hour audiobook if you're into that stuff, it's 880 pages in terms of what Simon & Schuster had written about it. Of course, they published it. But it is the magnum opus from acclaimed baseball writer Joe Puznasky. The Baseball 100 is an audacious, singular, and masterly book that took a lifetime to write. The entire story of baseball rings through a countdown of the 100 greatest players in history. Uh, if, If your dad likes baseball, if your brother likes baseball, if your uncle likes baseball, if your son likes baseball, talk about a book that I think will actually read more than one shot at forever. It will be The Baseball 100, And by the way, when you get finished, I want you to write me an email and I want you to say, I want you to give me someone on the list of 100 and tell me who you think is the worst rated player of those 100 folks. But it it is so fun to sort of hear the countdown and be like, I wonder if he made it, I wonder if he made it. And then you think of guys like Barry Bonds and Pete Rose and uh, Willie Mays and Bob Feller and Mickey Mantle. And you think of these names, like where do they actually rank? And how does he rank folks like Satchel Paige and Gibson from the Negro Leagues? How does it all fit together? It is just, it's a super cool anthology of baseball and one of my most favorite books of all times. And I know I said that about One Shot Out Forever, but I'm telling you, The Baseball 100 is absolutely brilliant. Put both those books on your reading list for 2022. I would love for you folks to, to read that book, The Baseball 100, and enjoy the process right when you get to number 100, and you'll be like, 100, really? It's that guy? That guy? Anyways, talk about a sales pitch. All right, folks, happy holidays. Next week, we'll be back on Tuesday with the Mound Visit Submit a Question, thatdigestcom forward slash advice. We will take your question. We'll answer them there on air. And happy holidays, folks. It's coming. December is here. December is here. Have a good weekend. Peace.